are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're sharing about the kingdom of God. We're talking about the will of the kingdom. I want us to go to Luke's gospel, the 12th chapter. We've just read where Jesus had spoken to the people in Luke there and said, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Well, thank God he gave us the kingdom. And we're going to find out what he said about it here in the 12th chapter. Luke chapter 12. Let's read from verse 25. Which of you, by taking thought, can add to his statue one cubit? If ye then, being not able to do that which is least, why take ye thought of the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow, they toil not, they spin not, and yet I say unto you that Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothe the grass which today is in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. You missed a good place to shout. He gave you the kingdom so it would supply all of these things that he's just named off. Now, let's back up and take a look at this. This is the will of the kingdom. That the kingdom of God would supply every single thing that you have need of in this life. Now, the problem is that we've got so heavenly minded, there's no earthly good in some of these things. We thought that this was just some great spiritual truth. No, it's a physical, financial. It is a natural truth here, as well as spiritual truth. That God is saying the kingdom of God will supply every single thing that you have need of. You don't have to go by the world system. Now, let's notice what he said. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Rather seek ye the kingdom of God, all these things shall be added to you. All of these things. He just got through talking about clothing, food, and all of these things. He said, they'll all be added to you. Don't seek the thing. In fact, I want us to go, hold your place there because we're going to come back to this verse. Go back to the Matthew, the sixth chapter. Uh, Matthew records it just a little different, and I think it'll add some light to it. Matthew chapter six. And let's read from verse, well, let's start with verse 30. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewith shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. 
Now, I'm going to stop it right there in the middle for a reason. I want, I want you to get that. But don't seek these other things, but seek the kingdom. Now, we're going to get into that. And we're going to talk about seeking the kingdom. When, when you start talking to most religious people about seeking the kingdom, they get, like I said, they get heavenly minded and they're no earthly good. The kingdom that he's telling you to seek is not up in heaven. The kingdom of God is here on the planet earth. He's telling you to find out where the kingdom is. Now, let me show you something. If I'd lost my Bible and I said, well, I'm going to seek my Bible. <laughs> you know, you'd know immediately what I was going to do. I was going to go try to find out where it is. <laughs> well, that's what we should do when he says seek the kingdom. We ought to try to find out where it is, first of all. And then find out how it works. Then start working the kingdom. Now, bless the darling hearts, there's always somebody that's afraid you're going to learn how to work the kingdom and bank, bankrupt God. <laughs> but you're not going to do that. He's telling you it was designed to supply your every need. Every single need. Now, let's back up and look at something here. Verse 31. Therefore, take no thought, saying... Now, let's stop right there. Don't take any thought by saying, what do we eat? What do we drink? What do we put on? What are we going to wear? Where are we going to live? What are we going to... Take no anxious thought. Now, it doesn't mean not make any plans. Now, sometimes people get the idea, Jesus said, don't make any plans. Just be happy-go-lucky, Charlie. No, no. Jesus is the man that said, you wouldn't start to build a tower unless you sit down and count the cost. Now, does that sound like you're taking no thought? No, he said take some thought. Don't take anxious thought. This word thought here, don't take any thought, means don't take any anxious thought. Don't get anxious about these things. Take no thought. It's all right to take thought. It's all right to make plans. In fact, you know, most people that fail didn't plan to fail. They just failed to plan. That's pretty good. I'm going to have to remember that. <laughs> now, he didn't say not take any thought, but he said don't take anxious thought. Don't take thought by saying. Now, I want you to get this. Don't take thought by saying. What are we going to do? Because if you do, the devil answers. You're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> You're going down the tube. Nothing's going to work for you. Where are we going to live? You'll never find a house. Don't take thought by saying these things. But did you know that's what most people are doing? They're taking thought by saying. What are we going to do? It breeds doubt and unbelief. You know, somebody's made the statement, you can't keep doubt from coming to your mind. But those doubts will die unborn unless you speak them. If you speak them, they become unbelief. Now, that's the way you develop yourself in fear and unbelief. is by speaking, taking thought, by saying, What are we going to do? Where are we going to? And so on. <laughs> Don't take thought by saying those things. Well, what do you do? Seek ye first the kingdom. Before you start taking thought by saying those things, start seeking out the kingdom. Find out how the kingdom works. When you find out how the kingdom works, you'll find that all these other things 
that other people are seeking after and never hardly reaching will come to you. Now, they won't just fall on you like ripe apples off a tree. But you work the kingdom and apply the principles of the kingdom. And then you'll have the manifestation of what he said you'd have. And you'll have it without all the anxious thought, without all the ulcers, and all the other things that go along with it. (laughs) Seek the kingdom. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought of the things of itself, sufficient unto the day as the evil thereof. In other words, don't borrow trouble from tomorrow. Don't go to worrying about things for tomorrow. Now, it's all right to plan, but don't go to borrowing trouble and worrying. These anxious thoughts. And saying, what are we going to do about this tomorrow? What are we going to do about this the next day? And so on. You know how you take thought? By saying, thank God I know what I'll do. I'll believe God and I'll act on the word and I'll pray the prayer of faith and I'll get out and I'll find the best job in the country. You take thought by saying the positive things. Don't take thought by saying the negative things. It's the words that breed the doubt and unbelief. We speak it into existence. Now go back there to Luke, the 12th chapter. We want to pick back up on that where Jesus is saying, Fear not, little flock, for it is... The Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. We're in verse 32. Luke 12, verse 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure. Now, the Greek says it this way. Your Father took great delight in giving you the kingdom. Did you know that our Father God gave us the kingdom? I'll tell you, that's good news when I found it out. The kingdom of God that he said will supply every single thing that you have need of. That kingdom is not up in heaven. That kingdom is not across the sea somewhere. That kingdom of God abides within you. Luke chapter 17, Jesus said to them, They won't say, Lo, here, nor lo, there is the kingdom. See, they came to him and demanded when the kingdom of God should come. He said, uh, They won't say, Lo, here, lo, there is the kingdom. He said, Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That's where the kingdom abides. The kingdom abides within you. These things come from within. And we're going to talk about the kingdom within. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you, all this week we have CD offer number 7230. It's entitled, The Gospel of the Kingdom. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The gospel is good news. Did you know that gospel means good news, not bad news? I'm surprised at the people that can take the gospel, which is good news, and make bad news out of it. When we talk about the good news, we're talking about the good news of the gospel. Jesus went about preaching the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. I'll tell you, it's good news. In Matthew, the sixth chapter, he said, Pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Then in Romans, the first chapter, the Apostle Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. 
Well, we ought not be ashamed of the gospel. We ought not be ashamed of the good news. Some people get this suffering complex to where they think that we ought to always suffer here on earth to try to make ourselves worthy. Let me tell you, folks, suffering won't make you worthy. It's the blood of Jesus that made you worthy, and he's already suffered. Praise God. I tell you, I'm getting excited about this. But Jesus said, the kingdom of God come, the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. That is the will of God. Just ask yourself, how is it in heaven? Is there any sickness there? Is there any poverty there? No, and that's the will of God for the earth. Now, I know that it's not that way yet, but Jesus said, when the kingdom of God is set up on this earth, the literal kingdom, it will be that way. Well, it's not set up here yet, not the literal kingdom, but the kingdom of God came in the hearts of men when they were born again, and that causes us to be able to tap in to the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said the kingdom does not come with observation, but he said, behold, look, the kingdom of God is within you. In other words, there's a spiritual kingdom set up inside you when you're born again that you're able to tap the provisions that God has made for you. That's offer number 7230, The Gospel of the Kingdom. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kapp reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.